Hello and welcome back to Betch Slaps. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana. And we are here in, I think it's the last or second to last, it's the second to last um, Betch Slapped of the year. It is. Yeah. There's just this one and then the day after and then Christmas. Okay, but you know yeah. what's going to happen on for our Christmas episode, guys? We need your help. Oh, get excited. Yeah. So many of you have heard me. I'm upset I'm not going to be on this one, but you guys are going to have a great time. You can listen to it. I know I can be just like our listeners and yeah. get to hear you guys not in the room. Yeah. So basically you guys have heard me talk about anti lawyer on like pretty much every podcast yeah. I've been on. You've heard Sammy not shut the fuck up about anti lawyer. Yeah. So we are doing an episode with anti lawyer. It's going to be, I think it's going to be like an extra long episode. Like it's going to be an hour. And what we're going to do for the hour is basically do mini deep dives into different celebrities that, are I guess like most interesting to us so we would really love your help in finding out what you guys want to know because I know what I want to know but it's gonna be a Christmas miracle it is but we want to share we want to find out what you guys want to know so that you can help make this episode amazing how do they tell us I think you you can can probably email us you can email us at slapped at betches.com s-l-a-p-p-e-d at betches.com or you can dm us like or dm me personally yeah Slap yeah. doesn't have an Instagram account, but you can DM um, Sammy or Eileen, or if you DM me, I will send it to them since, again, I'm not on the episode. <laughs> but um, we're really excited. It's so going to be great. Or if you want to tweet at us, you could probably try that too. But that the too. best case would be to email us because then they're all organized in our slapped email. Yes. And so get ready for Enty Lawyer. Follow him at Enty, E-N-T-Y, lawyer, spelled the usual way. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what that is? Google it. The usual way. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into the episode. Okay. So Pete Davidson had a little instant meltdown on Saturday, right? Yeah. But a really sad one, like a troublesome one. Right. So it was like a very big cry for help. Yeah. Yeah. And then he deleted his Instagram after. So basically he wrote, I really don't want to be on this earth anymore. I'm doing the best to stay here for you, but I can, but I actually don't know how much longer I can last. All I've ever tried to do is help people. Just remember, I told you so hard. So, I mean, it's really, that's really, really sad. He sent that right before he was supposed to be on SNL. Um, Apparently, Lauren Michaels, like, pulled most of his sketches. So, he only had, like, a little part. Mm -hmm. But he showed up at SNL that night. he was on it. He was on it. A ton of celebrities reached out and basically tried to, like, show their support for him. Which Even Ariana Grande, I think, went went there or something. She went there and then he said he didn't want to see her. Okay. Which was pro- the smart decision, honestly, because I think that would have only like reopened the Did scar. Did she break up with him? It sounds like it, but yeah, I it think she did. Feels like it did. I don't understand. I feel like he like seems he says or he seems like he's getting like bullied. I guess, but like I don't. People tell him to kill himself. I don't understand why. It's not like he's like. He because the internet is a horrible place right i mean the internet is terrible people tell each other like that all the time but like why does he like get particular like like hate trolls well, i just feel like he didn't really do anything wrong right? okay well i like, think he the, had a public relationship with ariana grande but he never like did anything bad okay well the it, it's not about him and whether he did something bad it's the fact that probably ariana grande's fans are insane right like they're crazy it's not even or like they some have of like them a, are they, crazy they didn't really have like a contentious breakup right i know but people are still bullies right like they just told they were literally just telling him to kill himself like mm-hmm. and imagine like so for everyone who likes you you get a ton of hate especially when you're dating someone or you dated someone who is really really public like ariana grande like okay i tweeted something from my own twitter about mm-hmm. like ariana grande and taylor swift and how like ariana grande gets glorified for like 
make, basically making a breakup song and Taylor Swift gets criticized for it. That's the gist of the tweet. And the number of people who replied attacking really? each other, you should read it. It's insane because well, it's you like, had the Ariana fans versus the Taylor fans. And like it found its way into like Taylor Swift's obsessed Twitter community. And like they were each attacking each other, saying like the meanest things for no reason, like arguing over like it's who so had a weird. higher IQ. Like you can read it in my replies. Like they are insane. It's like it just the, the just the right. people who are like and I don't even think half have them even understood what I was saying. Like I was just trying to say that like one woman gets sort of criticized for something that another woman gets glorified for. I was just like making an observation, mm -hmm. but I guess there were people who thought I was criticizing Ariana and there were also people who thought I was criticizing Taylor and they just like went crazy. Twitter is a very scary place. That's why I'm not on it. Um, <laughs> I love it. Follow me at Sammy fish one. <laughs> I love Twitter. It's it's, I like it more than Instagram at this point. Wow. It's more interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's too much like there's too much like you said like there's a lot of noise on there. I just there's a lot of like spiraling is what right. I would call yeah. it. Yeah, it gives me anxiety to see like I get that the platform itself gives me a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. Um, but we Our wish Pete Davidson well, and I mean, what's really sad about this? I actually think some of this was sparked by um a little bit by the Kanye thing because he was like freaking. He basically like went off on Drake. And basically, why did he go off on Drake? Because a while, I think he thinks Drake was like dissing him in like one of his songs. But also, he a while ago, he's the one who like revealed that Drake had a baby. So it's right. like they have this like ongoing thing. I'm and then he's Kanye like getting involved yeah. in that. Okay, and then Kanye turned it into being about like mental health. And then Ariana Grande said like, "Me and Miley are releasing a song. Can all the grown men stop fighting on Twitter?" Mm -hmm. And then Ariana, then Kanye was like, well, like all of you were like, you know, criticizing me for me like my mental health issues and saying that like I should go back on my meds and like all this stuff. And he was like, well, I can't in his Kanye words, not in like clear English. Right. He's like, well, I can't like write as well on pills. He's like, I couldn't have written runaway like on pills and that sort of thing. Like, and just all right. this stuff. So there's basically, it's honestly like a little bit of a clusterfuck. That's what I'm saying. That's why it gives me anxiety. There's no like order. There's no like, <laughs> there's just like, it's just like almost like it reminds me of like a public bar fight. It Twitter, is. Cause but it's with like everyone. <laughs> right. It's like, imagine like the most, I'm whenever I think about Twitter, I just think about like the most embarrassing public fight I ever got where everyone was watching me. And I was like, I didn't like that. So I'm going to yeah. stay off of Twitter. Well, well, I think the only thing that, that also, like, there's not very, there's not a lot of context, like you said, in Twitter. No. Like, with your Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift tweet, like, in a pot, like, which is why, like, I think a lot, like, people, a lot of people in comedy or, like, people in general just like podcasts more because you can give more context to what you're saying. You can, like, sort of, like, speak to it more. There's you can give more, like, of a sense of, like, what's really you going can hear on. The you hear the person's you, tone. Right, right. Like, what you really mean. Right. So, Twitter just kind of seems like it's open to, like, it's like getting into a text fight with someone yeah. that never ends. No one ever, like, ends a text fight. Like, oh, it's I like totally see what you were saying. Though. Like, that makes sense. Text fights always end with, like, people just being, like, K. Like, right. Like, K, like, fuck you. Like, if you speak to someone, you must have a much better... Yeah. Like idea of what of what's was, construed. It was almost shocking to me that people thought I was making fun of Ariana or Taylor with that tweet. I was like, "What are you? Are you well, not getting that?" I'm pe right. People saying, on the internet are just looking to get riled up. They're looking yeah. for like they're like they're like just sitting ducks, ready to be it's like, like a serotonin exploded. fest. Exactly. The one good thing that I do think all of this is bringing to light, and maybe not in the best way, is sort of like mental health issues. Mm -hmm. I think that like a few years ago, celebrities were quicker to be written off as like crazy or like. Yeah, like Amanda Bynes, like who we talked about a few weeks ago. Right. 
um people were just and and it was like mental health did not have like sort of this pedestal not i'm not saying it's like on a pedestal i'm just saying it didn't have like any semblance of respect for someone's mental health like they would just like they would sooner like be happy to watch someone commit suicide than have like defenders of that person so amanda Bynes had very few defenders and in this situation kanye pete ariana they all have way more defenders now than they used to right well here's the thing about social media and depression or like any time mental health i really feel like it's not just like i don't think you should be on social media at all if you have like severe mental health issues then i there would be no one on social media well then everyone has a then if everyone has a mental health issue then no one has a mental health issue well i don't think it's that everyone has one but i think a lot of celebrities would not be on it like i think a lot of celebrities have mental health issues well then they should probably shouldn't be on a platform where like people can just tell them to kill themselves casually or maybe becoming a celebrity made gave them these mental health issues in some situations like maybe make, like, the I, I don't think selena gomez necessarily would have been in the situation i mean i don't know i don't know i feel like she's got also like a, a she might have strong a strong fem- family history of whatever. she might but it might not be right well i see what Kanye, Kanye is saying is that sort of mental health and it always has has gone hand in hand with like great artistry like Picasso, sort of like so van gogh right, like being like able to think outside the box is something that that is really well aligned with being mentally ill it's like if you're like it's like not it's like you're not thinking normally but sometimes that that expresses itself well in like art and sometimes it does expresses itself badly in like severe depression or mental breakdown it's like david foster wallace or like any of those people who like become very depressed because almost like if i think if you are smart or you are really creative those things can definitely go hand in hand with depression well there's not even just depression there's just definitely a fine line between like genius and crazy right which i think kanye is a good example of yeah i feel like it probably used to be like there used to be back in the day like before there were like real artists or whatever like it probably used to be like there's a fine line between crazy and like religious yeah and now like the artists are our new like religious leaders maybe i don't know Maybe. It's like, are they just geniuses or are they like in spiritually well, in line with God or are they like just fucking crazy? Well, maybe now like artists are more revered in like a less religious society. Like they stood, they like stand in for that sort of like higher thought. Right. Okay. Speaking of mental health, let's move on to Vanderpump Rules. Oh, wow. Um, I'm trying to remember. Basically, it was like it was like the anti-James. They oh. basically confronted Raquel. Raquel's so stupid. Okay, Raquel is so stupid, but Sheena and Kristen are so annoying because they are like the a. They're like the biggest shitsters ever. They're mm-hmm. Kristen. No offense, she's a huge hypocrite about oh about the cheating thing. Like not just about the cheating thing. Like it's like yeah, Kristen's you, fucking all cra- of them talking about crazy. All like, of these people make mistakes and like have made the exact same mistakes that they then right. come back and attack. It was absurd for. to listen to Jax and Brittany talk about how Jax's cheating was better than James's cheating. Right. It's like, that's what I'm saying. The same level of like complete hell. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Right. She's like, well, at least when you cheated on me, you like admitted it. Like you're like, James like won't even admit it. It's like, no, like the cheating is the issue. Like <laughs> primarily first and forefront. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. They also. And Jax is like, I, well, I wanted to get better. Like James doesn't want to get better. It's That's like, you didn't tr- want to get better until like the end of like until the reunion of last year. No, like, I, I actually always believe that, that Jax wanted to get better. But I think James wants to. Everyone, the same wa- everyone wants to not be like completely hated but i'm saying like he i don't think that that Jax is any better than james well, Jax doesn't say it as like Jax as, like, is st- older he doesn't say as like stingy like below the belt 
things he has yes, but i think he has. he has but not i think at the frequent it's not like an it's not like an impulse right almost I with think, james i think it's just like he's like it's like you you say something remotely like negative about me i'm impulsively just gonna like say the thing i know is gonna hurt you like the most like calling katie fat right i thought it was interesting how katie you know what's funny about the show is that like anything that would anything that would be an hr issue anywhere else is like the show here right. Like the fact that Katie went to Lisa and was like, I won't come to work somewhere where like this type of language is tolerated. And like Lisa has to make like an NHR decision. Or, or it's funny <laughs> because she has to be like, I did not know that this was going on. Like, do you watch the show, Lisa? Right. Like, like you, produce, you the produce the show. You obviously know this is going on, but like you have to say that. So it's not like, oh, like you don't want James to call you fat anymore. I thought that was just like part of what we were doing here. Right. Like, that's right. what she's really thinking. Right. Like, right. <laughs> Right, because the truth is, She's like, like, if I get rid show, of all the people who are like verbally abusive, then the show is gonna suck. Right, exactly. <laughs> like Katie's on the show. Like Katie has had the success of the fruits of being called fat and being bullied. Right, and that sucks. Like I agree, it sucks. But like, what are they supposed to do? Like, mm -hmm. so I've been yeah. waiting for Tom to come back and uh, for Tom Schwartz to defend Katie. I feel like. He has not really said anything. And I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, why does Tom let, let like people speak to Katie like that? And like, he finally like sort of half-assedly like said something. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's Tom Schwartz. That's okay. true. All right. Um, okay, guys. So today we are sponsored by Third Love, which you've heard us talk about in the past. It's a bra company that we really, really love. Um, they have a great online website where you can go and take a really fun quiz. Yes, I'm actually wearing my third love bra right now. It's so comfy, right? Very. I love my that there's no tag protected. that doesn't like come up against you. Yeah. You know, I didn't even realize how great it was until I wore a different bra the other day that was like so shitty that like um, the straps were like falling off of my like uh, shoulders and it was just like not staying in place. And I was like, I really wish I were wearing my third love bra, which is great. Again, you go online, you find, you take a quiz and you can basically pick what, what, your, what kind of boobs you have based on pictures, which is always fun. And what bra problems you have. Like, for example, they ask, you know, does it, are do your straps fall off? Do your boobs overflow from the cup? Does, does it dig into your shoulders? Whatever problem you might typically have with other bras. Exactly. And Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most other brands offer. They have cups A through H, bands up to 48. And also something pretty revolutionary that they've done is introduce half cup sizing. Which Because 50% of women, including myself, fall in between standard cup sizes. And me. And uh, see, we are in the 50 percentile. Right. And Third Love <laughs> knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off their first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash betch now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash betch for 15% off today. Very exciting. Should we talk about Megan and Harry for a, yeah, let's a do minute? Yeah, let's do a little royal royal catch up for a sec. Yeah, and I would love to talk to Enti about this yeah, as so well. Definitely, like, let me. I want to know. Gonna, I'm excited to hear more from someone who has some sort of inside scoop. But what I'm hearing generally is that Megan says she doesn't like hunting, so they're not doing the royal pheasant hunt. Right. That, th their concern was that she would be a little too California liberal, and like, here she is. <laughs> right. Well,. I guess they're I not. I don't think the pheasant hunting is like the problem that we have in terms of. Well, that's the, the biosphere. That's the official excuse, I guess. But like, really, what people are saying is that she actually just they're having issues with Kate and Will. Well, I think she actually is against hunting. Also, sure, but like you know, I'm against a lot of things that I just do because like 
there's someone else's traditions and it's not necessarily something I would have done on my own, but like whatever. Well, it's sort of like, I don't even think hunting is the biggest issue she should be solving. Like there are way right. bigger problems in England and here with the environment and like sort of like the bi- like the biosphere right. that, she, that she could have a much bigger impact on rather than like, I'm not going to go on this hunt. Right. You know, what's like a bigger issue than that. Like the fact that there are people who are ordained royalty and like therefore much better than other people as like a, <laughs> as a societal structural thing. Like if we're going to start protesting shit, why don't we start with like the fact that there are even royals? Right. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like a little yeah. annoying almost. It's like, it's like, like I have maybe? a complete issue with this. Not like, oh, I have no issue taking tax dollars to like go travel the, the world and have my home paid for. Well, and my husband doesn't really have to work. That's a separate thing. But like <laughs> if you're against, ani- you know, animal issues, why not do, do a campaign against like the way that meat is produced in, in Britain? Like, right. like that would actually have, move the right, needle more than the queen shooting a pheasant or two. Right. Exactly. That exactly. Like you're going to go against this like little traditional hunt that like is not even against like an actual endangered species. I don't think pheasants are endangered, but like, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but right. You could actually do something that helps animals on like a bigger scale, like right. maybe changing the hunting laws in, in mm-hmm. Britain, you know, right. like a campaign where your voice actually like makes a difference in the everyday way that things are right it's like don't be annoying right like this seems like annoying to me if i were the queen i'd be like she's annoying right same because it's i'd be like if you have an issue with that talk about it in a way that actually moves the needle okay but the real issue is that there are rumors that there are problems between the the brothers and the wives what is the what is the issue um okay what i hear partly from empty lawyer and partly from other things is that megan is a very difficult woman to work for and she bitches at her staff and she's incredibly rude to them and apparently kate once like told her off was like you can't she made her like staff person like very upset or something and kate basically said to her like you can't speak to your staff this way like it's not appropriate Mm -hmm. and like they just don't like each other i mean think about it they are totally opposite human beings Right. And I and I, and that would be one thing if Megan was like known to be an agreeable person, but apparently she is very difficult Here's and conceited, and also potentially scamming in I, some way. I kind of liked Megan up until when did you ever like? I Megan? liked Megan until I until they got engaged, and I saw and she said that he was kind, and she said that he was kind, and my like there's like a little detector thing in the back of my brain that's like it's like a bullshit meter like a gong right and like the second she said that in the voice that she said it i was just like i was just like you are completely full of shit you know when you speak to someone for like five minutes and like and you're you just have this sense of like they are completely full of shit like very quick yeah well i was like i think the first time i heard her speak. i think that that is like pretty true of her from what i hear right and like the one th- the so what was interesting is that the royal family ra- rarely ever responds to like rumors from tabloids or from newspapers or anything but they immediately shut down that kate thing that she told her off mm-hmm. which tells me that it probably did happen so that everything they haven't responded to didn't no just that like it was oddly specific right you know what i mean like it's rarely ever like that details maybe it's It'll because just, like, like these two people don't like each other which is a vague vague thing that anyone could just make up where but did like, you read about this thing with the honestly staff? several places right. probably the daily mail probably i read it i think i read about it in the cut mm-hmm. also i multiple places and i think i heard about it on nc lawyer well i've heard from him that she is like just a difficult human being and like not who she seems to I'm be i'm interested to see how this whole thing pans out 
I think they will be divorced in five years. She's going to have two kids and then they're out. I think she'll have two kids and then I think he'll get sick of her. They haven't really even been like, they've been together for three years. Right. Prince Harry, who by the way, is not known for his kindness. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's literally known for the opposite of his kindness. And that's fine. I think he struggles with like depression and anxiety, which makes sense. He's had a, right. Even though he is royal, his life has not been that easy. I understand that. Like just because you have money and privilege doesn't make, make you happy. Um, also his mom passed away very early she was sort of his protector in this like crazy world which is like not really made for kids like being a royal child is like probably not that amazing no i get that yeah i mean that's what i'm saying like you don't get to I be like i'm not kids. saying prince harry is like a bad guy but he's definitely not the kindest man he dressed up as a nazi right like no one who's i'm saying like no well, one the, who, no one who i would ever describe is like they are super kind just like would do that and including include not that i have done that but i'm saying like i wouldn't describe myself as super kind and like that's not like making an insensitive costume is something i might do yeah we have we have we have right that's what i'm saying it was like but no one would ever get on camera and be like i just i I knew i had to be with her because she was just the kindest woman i just that's all i asked and and that was my one anyone who's number one criteria is kindness is not like i'm not hanging out with us right it's not like someone who's gonna be like uh, buying what I'm selling. Right. <laughs> right. And that's fine. Right. It doesn't mean that you are a bad person. It yeah. just means that that is not like your leading quality. But if someone described, described me that way, I would know they were full of shit. Right. Anyway. I would, right. I would be like, have you met me? Exactly. <laughs> but here, but okay. The thing with, uh, the, the Nazi costume, it's actually been, I think documented that the Royal family, like the great, the older generations mm-hmm. were like kind of Nazi supporters, even when they were in world war two. Right. I'm not right, surprised yeah. by that. Why would not, why would they not be this like old ass European family right. who's fully white? <laughs> like, like of course it's also weird because Megan is half black. And like, I wonder if that ever becomes an issue between the two of them that he's like, not, not down to dress as a Nazi. And she's like half minority. Right. I mean, I guess maybe he's grown since then. Like, I would like to think we wouldn't do that anymore. But still. No, I, w- I wouldn't dress up right. in an insensitive costume now. Right. But, like, I also never would have dressed as a Nazi. Well, I mean, we're Jewish. So, like, that But would even probably- if we weren't Jewish, Nazis are, like, court sort of, like, the beacon of horror right like i think for many yeah that's like a very crazy i think that's a pretty crazy costume to dress up as for like anyone yeah um okay let's take a quick break and do some definitely let's definitely tune in to see what anti-lawyer who apparently has more information than we do has to say about this i want to know how he finds out about the royal family i understand how i guess it's because she was from hollywood like I get how he gets all this like Hollywood gossip, but mm-hmm. she's like, but she wasn't Hollywood. So. There's always a if there's always a way. Royals are harder. I'm sure. Okay, let's take a break and then do some emails. Okay. So if you've been listening to this show, you've heard us talk about Framebridge. They make it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to travel photos sitting on your phone. Like you can literally frame your Instagram. So here's how it works. Great. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, so you go to framebridge.com and you upload your photo um, they'll, or they'll send you packaging so that you can safely mail in the actual physical pieces. In case you have a printed picture and not just something on your camera roll. Exactly. Um, in that weird situation. In that uh, very bizarre situation. Preview your item online in any frame style and choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their very talented designers. Because um, if you're like me, you don't know how you don't know nothing about designs or framing or interior decor or anything um, at like least that. You, at least you can admit it. 
I mean, I'm, I'd like to think I'm slightly self-aware. Um, the <laughs> expert team at Framebridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Yeah, which is amazing. And also, instead of the hundreds you pay at a framing store, I don't know if you've been to a framing store lately, but they are very expensive. Framebridge's prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners get 15% off their first order at Framebridge.com when they use the code BETCH. So, I mean, I did this recently. I basically like wanted to get a gift for someone and I I did this whole process. It was so easy and it was very inexpensive and you'll never believe it. The person I gave my gift to, they absolutely loved it. Wow. It was very personal. What a great gift. Yeah. As the holidays are here. Yeah. Um, so get started today. Frame your photos or send the perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, special events. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code BETCH. You'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Go to framebridge.com, promo code BETCH. Framebridge.com, promo code BETCH. We're back. Do you want to read the first email? Yes. Dear Betches, I just have a lot of feelings. Okay, dear Betches. I'm writing because I've landed my dream job, but I'm scared that I'll become my own downfall. Here goes. I stepped into the corporate world in marketing about four years ago. I was a hardworking new grad, aggressive with my career goals, blah, blah, which was rewarded by my manager. I made such a valuable asset that my manager begged me to stay with a generous counteroffer when I decided to pursue a new opportunity. My second job was all right. I felt like I had less to prove since I brought a few years of experience to the role, but I had a textbook micromanager and while working under her, I found myself being less creative and instead just completing projects on time and to my manager's picky standards. Needless to say, I didn't spend too much time there. A few months ago, I landed a marketing manager gig with almost 50% more pay at a smaller company and a more relaxed atmosphere. I'm their only marketing hire ever, which means I am the marketing department. I love the flexibility of this role and how I have full control. It's a dream job. Problem is, I fa- I've found the laid back environment re- revealing a lot of my bad traits. Instead of working in a team with a department leader, I now manage and deliver projects on my own. I know I have all the technical skills to succeed, but I can't shake off my lack of motivation. I become so lazy. For example, I mostly nap through my home office days with email notifications cranked up, of course, barely doing any work at all. I'm scared my lack of work ethic will eventually show through and I'll lose this amazing job. The obvious answer is just do your job, Betch, but I've been struggling to find the discipline. How do I get focused and hungry again like I was as a fresh-faced new grad before I sabotage everything? Okay, so I really like... Yeah. Go ahead. I really like the uh, self-awareness within this person. To like realize that like a certain style is just not optimizing your yeah. productivity. Yeah. I actually relate to her a little bit. Yeah. I think I can too. <laughs> right. I think I, in my past, have been very, very driven. Like you knew me in high school, obviously. Yes. <laughs> like I, I've been very, very driven. And one of the things that I found difficult about running a company is like not having, having to be a manager. Yeah. It's not that you don't have to be proactive. It's just not having a manager to like sort of guide right. me. Right. Being good in like school is like I, for me, I thought like a little easier, like more structured, like it's agreed because you have someone who's like, this assignment is due on Friday and you're going to get the grade and that's going to tell you exactly how you did. Right. There's no grades in real right. life. So it's sort of like you, you have to basically be self-started. Like you have to put right. the if guidelines you want, on right. yourself and grade yourself and, basically and that's with yeah. any job even if you do have a manager it's kind of like that's like you really do have to like self-motivate a lot of the time um i think for your for you if you recognize that like this style of working is not really like helping you hit your maximum potential i would do things that don't seem natural so like if you can your job lets you work from home but you know that when you work from home you're like Asleep. watching tv and sleeping to go go to work 
like yeah. go into the office like do things that are like yeah i don't really like want to ne- this isn't necessarily like my natural instinct but i know that at the end of the day i'll be productive like do something that goes against like what your natural thought is also if you're the kind of person who needs structure and no one's giving it to you like handing it to you you have to give yourself that structure so maybe that means like okay i will spend one hour a day doing xyz thing and i will or however much time i need and i will not stop till it's done and then you give yourself concrete goals so that you're like okay i will do this every day or i'll do this every other day or whatever it whatever Mm -hmm. however you need to like basically put yourself in a little bit of a box sometimes so that you know that even if this you could get away with not doing it you are doing it right and then yourself your own personal deadlines and we can work with your boss also so like it's i know you can't really go and be like i need you to assign me weekly tasks because that doesn't make you seem like you're necessarily like a self-starter know what you're doing but you could say another way to put that which kind of means the same thing is like i'd love to develop some like goals i'd love to develop some some goals with you about like either like targets that we want to hit or new initiatives that we want to make and i'd love to like develop those with you and just make sure and have that be my responsibility to make sure that like we're hitting those right and also if you want to give yourself like some sort of hard like yes or no did i do it or did i not do it you can literally give your you can track whether or not you did all the things you said you were going to do or that you had planned for yourself and then if you did them all at the end of the week you can give yourself a reward yeah if that works for you yeah i'm a very rewards driven person so it works for me and if you like this career advice be sure to you can give yourself a grade at the end of the week you know i should start doing that to myself um okay if you like our career advice you should buy our book when's happy hour work hard so you can hardly work we give lots of advice like this on all different types of topics in the workplace whether it's getting a job figuring out what you want how to ask for a raise how to advance in your job how to start your own business we talk about how we started batches and we answer emails just like this one all throughout the book so check it out go to betches.co slash whh you can buy it anywhere books are sold amazon barnes and noble target the usual do it Okay, let's uh, let's do another. Love the podcast. Started from the beginning and listen at work. My boyfriend of three point five years and his friends are from a small town and get together for friend friends giving and New Year's every year and have a huge party. We have a we have a group message that has about thirty people in it. Many of which are people that don't they don't hang out with or talk to, but won't delete from the group message. One person who is not in the group message but somehow gets invited miraculously all the time is my boyfriend's ex. Her, her being around is uncomfortable for both of us, and a majority of the people don't like her either, but she still shows up. There are a few of his friends, my friends now too, that I have had multiple conversations with and let them know my discomfort. I have had pretty bad anxiety that is triggered by this, and they blatantly don't listen to me or my boyfriend. We have even left events when she gets there to avoid the drama. Should I try and have another conversation with these people, um, letting them know the discomfort? Should I just not go? I need your advice on this. Thanks, gals. Sincerely, I want to slap a bitch. I just have one question that maybe is not in here. Like, does the boyfriend not want her? It seems like, yeah, she says that like, um, they don't listen to me or my boyfriend. Yeah, so I assume that means he says that she Here's what I think. I don't get how, I can't like a picture this. Here's what I think. I think you need to get over it. I think you either need to not go. I don't think you can be like, don't like, I, w- I will. I don't think you need to like start shit by telling you, Sammy, you might disagree, but in my opinion, it's like, if there's a big party, that's not hosted in your home you don't really get to dictate who goes so if there's people there that bother you enough that seeing them really upsets you and gives you high anxiety even though you're with your boyfriend um then don't go 
then you guys should make different plans. If it, but like, I don't think that you can dictate like we are not, we need to make sure that this person isn't coming. Like if you're, if that either like is naturally going to happen where like the person is not going to have a good time because no one wants her there. Or like if you were the guys are the only one that don't want her there, maybe you need to leave. I think she should go and just learn how to manage the anxiety because like this can come back in other ways like in other parts of your life this sort of like anxiety about like a person being somewhere that you can't control or like right. a situation being something that you can't control that gives you anxiety like you can't always run from it so i feel like attacking the feelings that you feel and like questioning your own thoughts about like is this worth getting upset about all the time or like right. trying to control when i can't control it and then like seeing how that works and if it like really doesn't work then i guess maybe don't go but right i yeah. i mean i agree like first you should make that assessment and like see if you can just kind of like because like people only make you feel a certain way because you let yourself feel that way in some senses i mean that that's something people say i like it's true it's not false but i do think that like if you i'm saying if, if you, you do people, choose to not let this person like if you're just having a good time with your friend with all the other people at this huge event that you actually are friends with like i think it's okay to just hang out with those people and not speak to this person right. unless this person is like confronting you and like you said you want to avoid all the drama like it sounds like you're kind of creating drama by right. like making this into a whole thing if you just right. go to an event and hang out with the people that you like i go to a lot of events where there's sometimes people that i don't really like want to see or speak to i just don't see or speak to them right i think it's different than like this this situation but I, I and I think it's I think saying that some you can choose to feel a certain way is like simplifying the reality because you've you know yeah, in your I life mean, you've had feelings that yeah, you, for which sure. you could choose but it's not, not like, to feel right but those feelings I think are amplified when I show somewhere and I'm surprised by something I'm like oh this person that I didn't want to see is here and like I didn't know they were going to be here and I'm not like emotionally prepared for this this person is at this party every year Right. Right. You have plenty of time to either like in your head, evaluate like what you're going to what your steps are when you see them, when you feel this triggering response is to do. And like you have plenty of time to be like, I'm either going to like uh, this is my plan. Like we're going to just go to the other side of the room. We're not going to speak to this person. We're like uh, we're just going to like create as much distance to this party. As we can. Like I think those situations are much more manageable when you know they're going to happen. Which rather than right. It's not like you're like I, I went to a bar and like my ex showed up that I like have not like that is. That is a much different situation, I think, than like you. This happens every year, right? Right? Yeah. So like you, kn this is manageable. You know exactly what's gonna happen, right? Okay. Um, should we take another quick break and then do some games? Let's do it. We want to introduce you to a very special new app called Boon. B O O N. It's the go-to app for sending greetings and gifts for literally anything. Boone is sort of like your perfect middle ground between getting someone a really intense gift and wrapping it and handing it to them physically and giving them nothing. It's, <laughs> it's perfect for when you have, you know, a friend Those who... Those real life moments. Right. right. Yeah. Like, like an a, engagement or like someone's birthday or, or even something smaller like your friend moves into an apartment or she gets a promotion or your boyfriend right. or maybe someone who's not your boyfriend yet but you're just like hooking up and you can send him kind of like a fun little gift because right. he got a promotion or it's his yeah. birthday and it's not yet time to like in the relationship a perfect to time to do it so it's like yeah either like a really like big not big a really like small moment like some you have a friend who's having a really bad day or you have a friend that's having a really good day and you just kind of want to show them that you're thinking about them but you don't want to like physically go outside and like get shit because it's cold and it's 
and it's just like annoying to do. And then you have to give it to them. So you have to like make a plan with them and who wants to make a whole plan? Exactly. Yeah. And so Boone is the app so that you can instantly send very cool greetings and gifts for any occasion. You can make hilarious like free greetings that you can customize yourself through. Uh, is it Giphy or Jiffy? I think it depends where, you know, there's different schools of thought. Yeah, you can put whatever. You can put GIFs in there and, and or like GIFs. any kind of Instagram artist. You can personalize it with, with photos or stickers and content from like YouTube and Spotify. So you can add your 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 jam if it's your friend's song. Yeah, they also have premium design packs from different designers who have kind of like customized you know, greetings. We have one and it'll really take your boon to the next level. And you get to deliver your boon on Venmo. So when, when you want to gift wrap and happy, like so if you want to give like drinks on me, like congrats on that job, like you can basically Venmo them and be like, this is for a drink. Um, so yeah. which is very cool. It's basically like modern day. You're not like going out and like picking your friend up a gift. Cause that's like weird. This is like a digital easy thing. You're not sending like fucking e greetings anymore. This is like the new, better, cooler way to like show someone that you care but you don't care that much that you want to leave your house and like physically go get them something. Also, if you're the kind of person who wants to get gifts to let everyone else know what you want, you can add items to your want list and you know, people can like partly fund something like they can have like a, you can have like a beach vacay slush fund or, you know, if they want to pay for like, I don't know, 15% of your Botox. You never know. Exactly. So send your Betchiest holiday greetings with our Betches design pack. Just download the app by searching Send Boon. That's two words in the iTunes app store. That's S-E-N-D space B as in Betches. O-O-N as in need it. Okay, we're back with the games. Okay. Would you rather share an apartment with your boyfriend and his ex for a full year or live in an apartment with bed bugs in it for six months? Oh my God. That's both are awful. Uh, the bed bugs. You'd rather the bed bugs? I would not want to be in an apartment you with my boyfriend like and his <laughs> ex. I don't even get how that would work. I just wouldn't want to share an apartment with two people anyway. So like, <laughs> I guess the bed bugs. One person limit. Yeah. The bed bugs are so gross though. Okay. But like, I don't know. People live with bed bugs and they don't even notice. So I guess that's true. But like sometimes they do notice and they get like, what happens? You get itchy. Yeah. That would, I think drive me mad on a physical level. I don't know. I would pick it over the boyfriend and the ex. I think I might pick the boyfriend and the ex and just stay out of the apartment as long as I could. Like we just go back. I don't know. I couldn't deal with that emotionally. You could not I deal could with not that. deal with that emotionally. Yeah. I do the bed bugs. Okay. <laughs> Although like it'd be very unpleasant. Would you rather work from a movie theater loudly playing movies while you sit in the theater and try to work or work from a coffee shop with no outlets and you have to go home every hour to charge your computer slash phone? Movie theater. You'd rather live in, work in the movie theater? I mean, like this girl from the second email, when I work from home, I pretty much turn my house into a movie theater. <laughs> that's i guess that's true it is, but it's loud i don't know i don't know i can i'm able to tune out sound pretty easily i'm not as good with i'm okay with mess i can tune mess out i can't really tune sound out i'm very like sound and light sensitive right i can t- i can tune out a movie i think if i, I have a coffee shop i'd be like okay i'm gonna do an hour and then every time i take a break is like me going home to charge my computer okay but when i watch a movie in my house with the lights off whatever i'm still able to be on my phone and like fully more engaged with the phone than i am with the movie so if i i think i actually could work just fine in a movie theater (laughs) okay fair enough 
All right. All right. This has been our show. Oh, I just want to ask the audience something. Ask to, the audience? Yeah, I just want to ask the audience something else they could email us at slapped at betches.com. Jordana, Aileen, and I are considering all three of us hosting Batch Slap together. So we're curious what you guys think about that idea. Um, if you like it or email us at slapdebetches.com. We love hearing your feedback know. regardless. Yes, definitely send us your feedback. If you don't like it, uh, go fuck yourself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, email if you don't us like that it, tell too. us too because this isn't like a permanent thing. <laughs> no, we're, I'm we're like, Yeah, we move. We're like water. We flow with what works, with what doesn't work. Yeah, that's how one would describe the three of us. We're Just like water. Like water. <laughs> exactly. All right. That has been our show. Okay, bye. Bye. Batches.